So I've noticed an interesting trend the past couple of days since the story broke about that drag show that happened in Dallas, Texas, where parents actually took their children to the drag show. And there was video because there was an undercover journalist, a conservative journalist, who was who was present at this drag show for children. There was video footage that we saw of these children stuffing dollar bills into the, the scanty outfits of these drag queens, drag queens doing sexualized dances, doing the splits for these children. It was There was a sign behind it that says, it's not going to lick itself. I'm going to show you this video in a couple minutes, but bear with me for this point. Since we saw this video, since this story has become such a big deal, as it should be, I've noticed a trend that conservatives are very willing to speak out against this. They they call this, you know, satanic. They call this evil. They call this grooming. They call this child abuse, which it is, all of those things. But what conservatives seem hesitant to say is that we should make this illegal. We should make it illegal for minor children to be taken to a drag show, for minor children to be exposed to this. This this should not be allowed to happen. Venues like this drag show shouldn't be allowed to invite children. They shouldn't, children shouldn't be allowed through the door. Parents shouldn't be allowed to, to exploit their children in this way. And conservatives seem really afraid to talk about this for a couple of reasons. First of all, we as conservatives have just gotten done, or maybe we've just gotten started if you want, if you want to look at the big picture here. But we've just gotten through the first battle on on parental rights in our nation as it pertains to the grooming of children, right? What happened in Florida with the parental rights and education bill where parents said, hey, wait a second, we don't want our kindergartners being taught to be transgender. We don't want queer theory. We don't want gender identity. We don't want any of this, this garbage being taught to our children in school. We as parents have a right to decide what's in the curriculum and, and what teachers are allowed to say to our kids. And so conservatives have just embraced this idea of parental rights, and they've done so not just in the, in the philosophical way. They've embraced this, or we have embraced this idea of parental rights at the, at the legislative level, at the state level, in statutes. And liberals are very quick to say, well, if you embrace parental rights, then how can you try to tell these parents who took their kids to the drag show what to do? Because the difference between what happened in Dallas at this drag show and what's happening in schools is when you're looking at a classroom where queer theory is being taught, where a groomer teacher is trying to expose your child to um, the, 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 the gender ideology or, 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 or discard, uh, sex essentialism, basically teach kids that they can be a boy if they want to be a boy, a girl if they want to be a girl, and that, you know, gender is, isn't binary, that it's a spectrum. The difference is that liberals in that sense are trying to sneak this past parents. They, they're, they're trying to do this without parental consent. They're trying to separate children from their parents. And that's different than what happened in Texas, because what happened in Texas is parents actually made the decision to take their children to this show. So it's not it's not a political apparatus or someone with an agenda who's 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 trying to contradict what parents would have for their children. This is actually parents doing something that is abjectly immoral and wrong with their children. And so liberals, leftists in 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 response to conservatives outcry about this drag show in Dallas are saying, well, aren't you the party of parental rights? Aren't you the ones that just got done in Florida telling us that parents have dominion over their children and not the state? So how can you look at this situation and say the state should be involved here? Isn't this the decision of the parents? And so a lot of conservatives, it seems, are very hesitant to speak out on this and talk about why we actually should make this illegal. We should make a law that prohibits children from attending drag shows from from being exposed to this sexual exploitation 
because they're afraid of being labeled anti-conservative. They're afraid of looking like hypocrites on parental rights. They're afraid of looking to government because conservatives are our small government. We believe in limited government. We believe more in, in the family than we do in the state. They're afraid of um, they're afraid. Uh, are are they being hypocrites? Are we being hypocrites if we if we call for the state to get involved here? If we override the decision that parents make about their children? If uh, if we if we do something that looks on its face, at least according to the left, as being anti-conservative, and that's what I want to break down today because this is really really important for conservatives to get correct. I'm Liz Wheeler. Welcome to the Liz Wheeler Show. Okay, I am sure that I'm not the only one who's noticed everything in our country is getting expensive. We are in the biggest economic crisis since 2008. And if the government continues its out-of-control printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. So how do you protect your money, your retirement, your savings? Well, American Hartford Gold can show you how to hedge your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. They'll even help move your existing IRA or 401k out of the volatile stock market into a precious metals IRA. And the good news is they make this really easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. And if you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait, call them right now. The phone number to call is 855-768-1883. That's 855-768-1883. Or if you don't want to call, if you prefer a text message like I do, like my generation often does, you can text the word Liz, L-I-Z, to 65532. Again, if you want to call, the phone number is 855-768-1883. Or if you want to send a text message, send L-I-Z, Liz, to 65532. This is really important, a really important way to protect your family from the financial crisis that we are facing today. Okay, before we get into why it is not a violation of parental rights, why asking the question, is it anti-conservative to make something like taking children to a drag show illegal? Is this a time that conservatives should look to government or do we have to defer to parents even when parents are indoctrinating their children in something evil? Before we answer that question, I want to show you something that made me laugh my head off. We, of course, are in Pride Month, the month of June, the left has told us is uh, Pride Month, a time that we are supposed to celebrate the LGBTQ agenda, not just advocate for equality under the law, not just tolerate someone else's choice or lifestyle, but we are supposed to celebrate this. We must celebrate this or we will face the consequences of the left, which again, I'll show you what the consequences of the left are in just a moment. But the Babylon Bee posted this graphic. I actually saw it on my Instagram account yesterday. I was scrolling through and I laughed my I laughed my head off. This is what this is what they said. This is their headline. In honor of Pride Month, Chick-fil-A waffle fries will be seasoned with salt from Lot's wife. Now remember, Lot in the Old Testament, um, when this is the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Sodom and Gomorrah was known for sexual immorality, sexual depravity, uh, particularly same-sex sexual depravity. Um, and when when they left, when Lot and his wife left Sodom and Gomorrah before God destroyed the cities, 
Lot's wife turned around and looked back. The insinuation, of course, theologically, is that she was longing for the sexual depravity of Sodom and Gomorrah, and God, in his punishment, turned her into a pillar of salt um, because that is what she desired. She had those those base desires. But this is what... I, so that's funny, right? It's a, it's a hilarious pun. This is, And this is, by the way, Babylon B back to its roots. They used to be a satire site that was not just politics. Love their politics. Um, love their political satire, I should say. But they also... Their, their original... Uh, the original construction of their business was Christian satire. But this is the part that actually made me shriek with laughter. The headline that they, or the caption, I should say, that they used to post this headline on Instagram, they say, quote, now with every delicious, perfectly seasoned bite of waffle fry, customers will be reminded how God celebrates pride. And that, I was like, oh man, that is savage. That is absolutely, that's a brutal headline. And you know, it's brutal because it's absolutely true. What we are celebrating in the month of June or what the left is telling us that we have to celebrate, again, is not equality under the law. It's not tolerance of other people's differing lifestyle choices. It's not loving your neighbor as yourself. They are trying to force us to embrace the ideology and the behavior of people who identify as LGBTQ. And we see this very clearly. There was an ESPN reporter by the name of Sarah Spain who was commenting on the fact that there are several baseball players on the Tampa Bay Rays team who have declined to wear a pride pin on their uniform. This was something that that the team told the players, told the team, you know, we are going to do this to virtue signal, right? Just like all these woke corporations. We are going to do this. Um, to get our to get our our woke brownie points during Pride Month, and several Tampa Bay's Rays Tampa Bay Rays players said, actually, we're not comfortable with doing this, so we're not going to. And in in the terrible cultural situation that we're in right now, they felt the need to explain that publicly to excuse themselves from why they didn't wear this rainbow pin on on their on their uniform. And this ESPN reporter named Sarah Spain actually. I don't know if this was intentional or not, admitted what the agenda of the left is when it comes to Pride Month. He's Tampa pitcher Jason Adams to the Tampa Bay Times. Hard decision because ultimately we all said we want them to know that they are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on or anything or differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage if it, we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Sarah Spain, how does that all come off to you? Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling it a lifestyle reveals to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. This is not just about baseball. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, prescriptions, all sorts of rights. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say trying to be bigoted. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities, services, uh, available resources for people who are LGBTQ+. And a patch on the jersey in, in this way? In the case of sport, no. In the case of sport, though, they're double-talking if they're saying you're welcome while also saying that we don't encourage or, or we disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single religion that also welcome 
and are open to people who are born gay. Okay, so let's break this down a little bit because what, what Sarah Spain is doing here, this is an ESPN reporter, by the way, what Sarah Spain is doing is actually being honest. She's actually telling us what the true agenda of Pride Month is, what the true agenda of, of this virtue signaling that we see from woke corporations, from leftist politicians, what they expect us to do. Meaning what leftists expect, even religious people. I'm a practicing Catholic. I, I, I adhere and believe in the doctrine of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church doctrine, for example, and this is true of all Christian religions, of, of, of the Jewish religion, of the, of the uh, religion of Islam. There are, there are many religions that believe that marriage is between one man and one woman and that sex belongs within the confines of marriage and therefore other types of sexual behavior, this is not a commentary on the person, but other types of sexual behavior like premarital sex or extramarital sex, you know, affairs and infidelity or homosexual sex doesn't, doesn't fall within the confines of marriage as defined between one man and one woman and therefore is unbiblical or is a sin or is immoral. This is not a commentary on the individual. It's not a commentary on their legal right to participate in society. It's not a commentary on whether they should be allowed or disallowed to actually behave in that way with whoever they want, as long as that person's a consenting adult. This is a commentary on the religious belief on that particular behavior. But what the left does, what Sarah Spain is vocalizing here, is she says, if you don't, or you, if you don't love them, you don't welcome them, if you're not willing to wear the patch. So you can't love someone unless in her in in the mind of the LGBTQ lobby you can't love someone you can't welcome them you can't allow them to participate in society unless you also celebrate and endorse give a rubber stamp of validation to their behavior that is false that's absolutely false i sit here as a practicing catholic and i advocate for full equality under the law for everyone unless you unless you've been convicted of a crime you deserve full and that's of course a constitutional due process thing, right? You can't be deprived of your rights except for due process. That's a totally different situation, but it doesn't matter your immutable characteristics. It doesn't matter what your behavior in that way is. You deserve equality under the law. And as a practicing Catholic, who again, adheres to the doctrine of the Catholic Church, I of course advocate for equality under the law. I advocate for what actual tolerance is, meaning you can behave however you want, regardless of, regardless of what I and what I think of it morally, but what they're trying to do what Sarah Spain wants is she wants me to be forced to violate my religious beliefs. She wants you to be forced to violate your religious beliefs. She wants us to be ashamed of it. She wants us to be deprived of the opportunity she claims that Christians are trying to deprive of LGBTQ people, which is, of course, not true on that part. But she doesn't want these players to be allowed to hold these views and still be allowed to play on this team. So what is that? She's advocating for discrimination based on religion. She's pretending she wants, she wants equality or maybe it's equity, but she doesn't. She actually wants people to be punished based on their viewpoints if those viewpoints are different than, than hers. She claims that religious people are trying to be bigoted, that they're trying to be bigoted because they're using what she says, quote, using religious exemptions to affect opportunities and services for LGBTQ people. And kudos, by the way, to one of the other panelists on, on this show who said, but wearing a patch on a sports uniform, does that, does that, like, if, if, if you decline to do that, are you depriving anyone of an opportunity or a service? And she actually says no, which is funny because when you actually ask leftists, well, what, what, what is the discrimination, the institutional discrimination or the governmental discrimination that LGBTQ people face? What are they denied? What, what rights are they denied because of their sexual orientation or even, even because of 
uh, gender identity, although I hate that term, um, what are they denied? They can't answer because there is equality under the law for LGBTQ people. They are not denied um, a, a, a basic human right based on their sexual orientation. It, uh, it, we're, we're fortunate, actually, to live in a country where they are allowed to decide how they want to live their lives and they don't face legal discrimination based on that. But this is, this is the radical left. This, this, this LGBTQ ideology, which is what Pride Month is about, was never about tolerance. It was never about equality under the law. It was always an effort, and it is an ongoing effort, to force you, to force me, to force religious people to embrace that behavior and ultimately that ideology. And they're giving away the game. <laughs> Sarah Spain, intentionally or not, maybe she's not trained in politics here. Maybe she hasn't she hasn't undergone uh, the leftist training of don't actually tell the other side what you're doing. You have to be sneaky about this. You'll turn off voters. But she's actually giving away the game. What's worse is that the left is actually taking this one step further. So it was never about tolerance, never about equality. It is about forcing you to embrace the ideology, even if that, even if that means that you are violating your religious beliefs or your conscience. Now they're taking it a step further. A state senator in California by the name of Scott Weiner, and I swear I did not make up his name. You, can, you can't actually make this up. His name is Scott Weiner, and he is living up to that last name. He um, commented on the Dallas drag show because there is a state representative in Texas who actually is advocating for, for, the, for us to prohibit, legally prohibit children from attending drag shows. And Scott Weiner in California responded to the state representative in California who tweeted that, yeah, we should make this illegal. This is what Scott Weiner responded. And I quote, this guy just gave me a bill idea offering Drag Queen 101 as part of the K-12 curriculum. Attending Drag Queen Storytime will satisfy the requirement. Okay, so obviously they want to force this on all of us. They want to force us to embrace this or else lose our position in society. They want to discriminate against us as religious people who, who um, shouldn't, of course, who shouldn't be forced to embrace anything that violates our conscience. But this is an obvious contradiction of our faith. But they take it a step further. They want to indoctrinate our children. And they want to do this knowing that as parents, we don't want our children indoctrinated in this way. We want to pass down our faith and our principles and our religion. Um, to our children. Now, remember, Scott Weiner is also the same uh, the same California state senator who authored a piece of legislation in the Golden State that would allow pedophiles, sex offenders, to not register on on the sex offender registry um, for sodomy and other acts with minors as long as as long as the offenders are a certain age, meaning as long as they are, are as, as long as they are young offenders, not minors themselves, but as long as they're young. And the reason that Scott Weiner gave for authoring such a horrible piece of legislation that would put children in danger is because he didn't want LGBTQ young people to be discriminated against. He didn't want them to face discrimination. Now, he's making this insinuation, not me. This, in, this insinuation, what he's saying is that he thinks that LGBTQ people are more likely to engage in sex acts with minors, and he doesn't want them stigmatized for that. That's who we're dealing with, just so we have an awareness of who we're dealing with. It's the same state senator. He also authored a piece of legislation that uh, reduces, it, it, it used to be a felony, and this bill reduces it to a misdemeanor if you intentionally infect someone else with HIV. 
So just so we're aware of the the level of disgusting that uh, that Scott Weiner has embraced here and that he's trying to force on all of us, impose on us through the law. He's also the same one, by the way. This is this is maybe not related to sexual matters here, but he, he also authored that bill that allows kids as young as 12 years old to get a vaccine, even if their parents don't consent to it. Truly a disgusting person. Truly, this activism is, well, it's sort of the same thing as ESPN's reporter, Sarah Spain. It's exposing to us what their true agenda is. And when I say that this takes it a step further, it was not about tolerance, not about equality. It's about forcing us to embrace. And then it, it it's taking it a step further. This is what, or this is a perfect example of what we've talked about on this show many times in the last month or two. This is what happens when we neglect morality in state laws. When, when we as conservatives fall for this false idea of tolerance when we say when 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 we respond to the left the left's proposition that why don't we just make state law a neutral playing field and respect everybody's individual choice we don't want to we don't want to legislate anybody's morality because then that forces someone else's morality on on other people who might disagree and conservatives unfortunately fell for this they fell prey to this they were naive and they said okay let's remove morality from state law let's not legislate our morals because of a false idea really a mistaken idea of what the separation of church and state actually means. Um, and this is what happens. The left never intended for, for it to be a neutral playing field. They never intended for state statutes and state law to be absent morality. They just wanted conservatives to agree to remove true morality. It's not just the conservative version of morality, but to remove right and wrong from state statutes so that the left can then insert their version of right and wrong in state statute. This is what Scott Weiner is is well, not to not to make a horrible pun here, is exposing himself in supporting. This is what this is what he truly wants. He truly wants his twisted version of or his ideology, his twisted version of what he wants in state law to be in state law. So now we get to this part. Now we circle back to Texas. We circle back to the drag show where parents deliberately took their children and attended this drag show where their kids were tucking dollar bills into the the scanty the scanty outfits of these these men these grown men who were dressed up in fetishized sexualized costumes in order to appear as women. So did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain? It can cause mood issues, it can cause poor mental health and lower productivity, and that if you sleep less than 6 to 7 hours per night, it can be linked to reduced white blood cell count. Well, a better tomorrow starts tonight. Introducing Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products for everything from sleep to recovery. And today you get a special discount available for Beam's sleep product, Dream Powder. It's their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It contains natural sleep-promoting premium ingredients, triple lab tested, no THC, and you wake up refreshed. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. You just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir, and enjoy 30 minutes before bedtime. That's all it takes. And if you don't love it, you can get your money back guaranteed for a limited time. You can get $20 off when you go to my URL. It's beamorganics.com slash Liz and use my promo code Liz at checkout. It's spelled B-E-A-M organics.com slash Liz. And my promo code is L-I-Z Liz for $20 off at checkout. Beamorganics.com slash Liz. Promo code Liz for $20 off at checkout. I think you'll be glad you did. It's a great product. I like it and I think you will too. Okay, so we get 
we we circle back to Dallas and this is this is this is what happened in Dallas. This is what kids were subject to in this during this drag show um in Texas of all places. So I don't know if you guys saw that neon sign that was flashing in the background. If you didn't read it, it says it's not going to lick itself. This is what children were exposed to. This is what the left is defending right now. This, this is, it's so grotesque. It's so atrocious that little children were subject to this even, I, and yes, like I said, I, it's an important distinction between teachers and classrooms exposing children to this kind of, this kind of ideology um, behind the backs of parents and parents we're at this drag show. Parents took their children and we're going to break that down. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But the undercover journalist who actually captured that video talked to the drag queens afterward about what impact this show was intended to have on children. So we just got done with the Drag Your Kids to Pride event at Mr. Mr. in downtown Dallas. And I am here with... Noelle Sinclair. What do you say to the conservative parents that wouldn't bring their children to an event like this? Why? Here's the thing, I don't think that there is any kind of issue with exposing children to this. So do you think exposing children to drag will result in more um, kids doing drag eventually? I think so, um, and, and I hope so because like I, like I said, it's the biggest confidence booster. Like, yes, it can be negative at times, but, but I, I think that drag builds confidence. Do you think exposing kids to drag will make more people more children go into drag eventually i feel like yes because i feel drag is such like an art form there's so much dancing there's hair there's wigs there's makeup there's so many things that kids will like will love to experience with so i feel like a lot of kids will want to like dabble in everything that i think so the drag queen said and i hope so the second drag queen said i feel like yes i think there's a lot of this that kids will want to dabble in so the left tells us that we're not allowed to call these people groomers, but they're admitting that's exactly what they're what they're hoping, what they're intending to do with a show like this. They're trying to groom these children into being parts or taking parts in the behavior of, of this ideology. And the worst part of all of this is parents taking their kids to this. Parents intentionally exposing their children to, to this sexual exploitation. I sent out a tweet after these videos circulated. And I said, if you take your kids to a drag show, you are a bad, bad parent. And a, a lot of people agreed with this because this tweet went viral, but there were a lot of blue check marks that responded to this tweet. And some of them were nasty, some of them were nice, and some of them were just Democrat talking points and lines. And I think it's really important as conservatives that we actually address some of liberals' responses. So I wanna, I wanna just scroll through the the responses on my tweet. I know there's thousands. We're not going to go through thousands, but there are some really interesting responses that I want to give a response to. And the first one is uh, the first one says the first response says 
What about Hooters, where the waitresses wear fewer clothes than drag queens? And this actually, this is not an isolated response. There was probably 10 or 20 people who showed pictures of kids at, at Hooters and said, well, what do you think? What do you think about this? Um, and they act like I'm going to be a hypocrite here, like, like I'm going to endorse or condone parents taking their kids to Hooters. And I would say, no, that's also wrong. Hooters is a disrespectful establishment. They are they intentionally display women's bodies. I mean, what what does Hooters mean? We all know what Hooters is all about. And no, it's not a good thing to take your children there. It's not the same thing as taking them to a drag show. Um, but no, it's it's not a respectful way to treat women. And if you're teaching children that that's how to that that's how we treat women, that's objectifying women. Then no, you're also not 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 training your children in. Uh, in the way that we should. So I don't know why the left expects expects this to be uh, some kind of gotcha question because no, it's not appropriate to take your children to Hooters. There you go. So the second response is, um, I said, if you take your kids to a drag show, you are a bad, bad parent. And the response is why? If you teach your children to hate anyone, you are a bad, bad parent. And this is how I'd respond. I would say, well, sure. If you're teaching, if you're teaching your child to hate anyone, then yes, that's not good parenting. But that's that's not what's happening here. That's this is a dem- this is a leftist talking point that if you don't actively embrace and promote this behavior, whether it's same-sex behavior, whether it's drag queen presentation, which which is a fetishized version of how these men think women should look, and then sexualized dancing, if you don't embrace this or promote this or let your little tiny child see this, that you're teaching your child to hate these individuals, I don't know anyone in the conservative movement. I don't know any religious person, any Christian, any Catholic who is teaching their children that these people are bad, that teaching their children to hate these people, we're teaching our children what behavior is right and what behavior is wrong. And behavior is not about the value and the dignity of that individual. So this is this is a leftist talking point that's very easily debunked because all you have to do is separate the behavior from the, from the individual. And that's what all conservatives do. We're not teaching our children to hate drag queens. We're teaching our children that that's not... Uh, appropriate behavior that that's not the proper the proper context of sex and that's not what how 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 gender should be treated either that we are not promoting men dressing up as women because that is well that's a fetish that's not that's not a healthy manifestation of of gender or sex um, but that's not hate for these individuals the next response says I think you meant to say if you take your kids to church and. This also exposes the ideology of the left. The left does not think that you as a parent or me as a parent should be allowed to instill our religious views and our values and our principles and our beliefs in our children. They think that taking your child to church is wrong, that they, the leftists or the or leftists using the state, leftists using pop culture, TikTok or what have you, um, should be allowed to tell your children what is right and what is wrong, that you as the parent actually don't have dominion over their children. And this is false. It is the most fundamental part of being a parent that you are not only responsible for the well-being of your child and the protection of your child, but you are allowed to instill in your child your belief system, your religious views, and your principles. Now, I like Dormeo because really good, really nice mattresses, they're crazy expensive, but I still want to sleep on a bed that feels really good and really nice. Now, if you suffer from achy hips, back, shoulders, then you have to try the premium mattress topper by Dormeo. At a fraction of the cost of a new mattress, you can get that new bed feeling without having to buy a new bed. Their mattress topper has a full range of sizes from twin all the way through king. They even have RV sizes and a new split head king. And it's perfect for everything, from an adjustable base to a spare bed in the guest room, to couches, futons, even boats. Basically, if you can sleep on it, 
they probably have a mattress topper for it. Plus, Dormeo is known for their incredible customer service. Don't believe me? Give them a call. Message them on their website and be amazed at how fast they respond. Let me tell you, they sent me one and I love it. I think you will too. Right now, if you go to my URL, it's dormeo.com slash Liz. You will receive 30% off your Dormeo mattress topper. That's the best offer you'll find anywhere, but you have to go to dormeo.com slash Liz. It's spelled D-O-R-M-E-O.com slash Liz. Remember, with their 10-year warranty and 100-night risk-free trial plus free shipping, it's crazy not to give Dormeo a try. Dormeo.com slash Liz. Okay, so uh, another response is, I feel the same way about a parent who takes their kid to a gun show. So this, this is an interesting response. I got this response several times too. And the first question that we have to ask here is, well, what, what are these two events? Is it the same thing? Is a gun show the same thing as a drag show? And the answer to that, of course, is no, because a gun show has no sexual element. There's no participation in, in a sexualized dance that the child's taking part in. There's nothing inherently harmful about taking a child to a gun show because there's no, um, there's no twisted morality that is being, that is being taught to the child at a gun show. That cannot be said. That same thing is not true for, for a drag show. At a drag show, a child is being subjected to um, an assault on reality that men can be women or women can be men, that sex is uh, that sex is a showcase, that sex is not something holy within the confines of marriage. This is a completely different thing. This is a false analogy. It's also not fundamentally dangerous to a child, as the left likes to tell us, to expose children to the Second Amendment, to our rights to keep and bear arms, to the purpose of owning a firearm, or to train children in responsible gun use or gun ownership. That's what happens at a gun show. That is not what, ha- that is not what happens at a drag show. And honestly, most of the left knows this. They just think that they can throw this cheap talking point at us and that it will make their point based on an exploitation of our emotions in the wake of the shooting at at Uvalde or other mass shootings in schools. It's not the same, don't fall for this. One more response that said, for a party that wants more freedom, you sure don't mind sticking your nose in when you don't agree with someone else's. Plenty of parents more worried about kids being killed in school than whatever you think is a bad person. So we have to ask ourselves, what should we actually do then? Because we see these, these responses from the left that, oh, the party of parental rights now wants to tell parents what to do, that it's anti-conservative to, to try to look to the state to make laws to control people. So what is, what is the proper recourse here? What is the conservative thing to do? So we have to back up for a second, zoom out, if you will, and look at this big picture. The question that we have to ask is, should we ever tell parents what to do with their children? Should we? And then do we already? Do we already tell parents what they can or cannot do with their children? Are parental rights, in other words, absolute? Or is there some regulation over what parents can do with their children? So the answer to this question of do we currently tell parents is yes, of course we do. We tell parents that they have to send their children to school. If they don't educate their children, then they're subject to criminal penalties, to truancy. We tell parents that they are not allowed to exploit their children for labor that you're not allowed to you're not allowed to have your child work full time you're not allowed to your child's not even allowed to work until they're a certain age the state tells you what you're allowed or not allowed to do you are not allowed to abuse your child physically emotionally verbally the state tells you you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to prostitute your child you are not allowed to um consent for your child to enter into a, an underage marriage or below the age of consent the state tells parents what they're allowed to do Um, We also tell parents what they're allowed to do regarding their child's sexual behavior. So this idea that there's absolute parental rights is not true. 
what the left is trying to do right now is they're trying to conflate two things. They're trying to muddy the waters between parents training their children or passing down to their children their belief system, their values, their principles, and their religion versus parents protecting their child from abuse or the state ensuring that parents protect their child from abuse. These are two very different things. They're not the same at all. We already use the state to ensure that children are protected from abuse, even if that abuse is inflicted by their parents. That's already a thing. That's a good and proper and right way to use the state to protect children from abuse, even if that abuse is inflicted by their parents. That is not the same as children or as parents having dominion over their children, being responsible for their well-being, loving their children, and training their children how, how in, in belief systems that, that they, as the parents, adhere to. But the left right now is trying to muddy these waters. They're trying to say, well, if you believe in parental rights, if you believe that a, that a parent has a right to um, determine what their children is taught, what their children are taught in school, or parents have a right to raise their children in the Catholic faith or in, in the Jewish religion, then, then you believe in parental rights to the point that you can't say that parents don't have a right to take their child to a drag show. This is not true because we already re regulate parents' dominion over their child when it harms the child, when that harm rises to the level of abuse. Not just a bad parent in the sense that there are plenty of unwise parents. There are parents who let their children watch too much TV, parents who feed their children too, too, many, too much sugar and too much junk food, and their, their children are fat, parents who um, neglect to teach their children right from wrong. This makes you, yes, a bad parent, but it doesn't, that harm to the child doesn't rise to the level of abuse. And when it does, then the power of the state, we all accept that the power of the state is appropriate, that it is appropriate for the state to step in and say, hey, in the interest of this child, in the well-being, for the well-being of this child, this is the proper time for government to be involved. So a couple of examples of this is, do we allow children to be, uh, to be physically beaten by their parents? Of course we don't because that physically harms a child, right? Physical abuse is obvious. It's not just physical abuse, it's sexual abuse. Do we allow, do we allow parents to marry off their 10-year-old their girl, to sell their daughter yeah, to quote-unquote marriage to a grown man? No, we don't. Why not? Because that's the sexual abuse of a child. But it's more than that. We, as a society, have certain truths. These are the first principles that we've talked about that we acknowledge are right and wrong that we acknowledge if children are exposed to these immoralities, it is not only harmful and damaging to the child, but it rises to the level of abuse. An example of this would be, are you allowed to take a child to a strip club? No, you're not. Well, they're not being physically beaten there. They're not being married off to a grown man, so they're not being, they're not being physically sexually abused. But we as a society have acknowledged that this is a form of sexual abuse of a child to, to violate childhood innocence and expose child, children to obscene sexual gratification and exhibition. We as a society acknowledge this. There, there's, there's nobody, or at least the left hasn't admitted it yet, that thinks that children should be allowed to, to go to a brothel, that they should be allowed to go to a strip club, that they should be allowed to attend a, a convention of pornography, that they should be allowed to participate in, 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 in such things. No one's arguing that children should be allowed to, you know, go into a sex toy store. Those are adult stores only. Why? Because we acknowledge as a society that even if the parents say it's okay, it's harmful, it's abusive towards the child. This is the same thing with drag shows. This is the sexual abuse of a child. This is abusive um, 
for children. In fact, in Texas, where this happened, there's already a law in the books that um, that businesses that are oriented to to sex, sexually oriented businesses, are required to verify that their patrons, the patrons of their of their of their business, are at least 21 years of age. Now, the way that this statute is, the language in this statute may not apply to a drag show because it the it it the sexual oriented business definition in order to qualify as a business. Um, under this under this statute, it has to be intended for the sexual stimulation or gratification of the cu- customer. So it would have to be litigated whether a drag show qualifies or not. But the point of this is, we already acknowledge that the state has a role in regulating behavior that would be abusive when it comes to children, even if parents otherwise say it's okay. So why is this any different? Why are conservatives hesitant to say, of course, we should make this illegal? Children shouldn't be allowed to go to drag shows where grown men dress up as fetishized, sexualized versions of women and put on uh, sexual exhibitions, these performances that, that, that are inherently sexual and that children are even participating in, tucking these dollar bills into the G-strings of these scantily clad men who are pretending to be uh, sexualized women. And so the question, of course, is, is a drag show abusive? If it's abusive, then of course it qualifies under this under this type of law? And the answer is yes, it is abusive. Of course it's abusive because it exposes children to, to sexual exploitation. It is sexually, it is sexual exploitation just to take a child um, to, to a situation like this. Remember, again, zoom out for a second and say, what else does the state regulate when it comes to children? Children aren't even allowed to walk through a casino. If you're underage, you can't even walk through, walk through the slot machines. Why? Because we as a society understand that there are certain things that are inherently moral and immoral, and that even if parents say it's okay, it's not. And when it rises to abuse, it's proper for the state to get involved here. So are parental rights absolute? Are we hypocrites as conservatives? Those of us who have actually said, we believe that parents have dominion over their children more than the states. Are we being hypocrites for advocating for the state to make it illegal for children to attend drag shows. There were several liberals who who took screenshots of a tweet that I sent out in October. And this is what I said. I said, the left thinks parents have no rights to make decisions for the kids. The left thinks your kid belongs to the state. And I sent that out on January 10th of 2022. And the left is trying to um, accuse me of being a hypocrite because I said, parent, the left thinks parents have no right to make decisions for their kids. The left thinks your kid belongs to the state. But parental rights, when it comes to abuse, are of course not absolute. You as a parent don't have a right to abuse your child. You don't have a right to subject your child to sexual abuse. And this is objective abuse of children. A drag show is abusive. Make no mistake about this. Again, it comes down to first principles. What is right and what is wrong? Does it harm the child? Yes. Does that harm rise to the level of abuse? Yes. Therefore, the state has an absolute right. They have a duty. They have a responsibility to make sure that children are protected against this. This is very different too. This is different between um, between what happened in that drag club and what happens in schools, in classrooms, what happens in the public library, when taxpayer money is associated with this indoctrination or the sexual abuse of children, it's a lot easier to address this because you just deprive that institution of the taxpayer money and you know they're forced to adjust their behavior accordingly. That's what happened in Florida. This is different, but it doesn't give parents the right to abuse their children. And conservatives, rise up and say this. Don't let the left 
twist the narrative here. Don't let the left throw these false arguments at you and make you feel like a hypocrite, make you feel like it's anti-conservative to call for the government to intervene here. It's absolutely not. If we don't fight this fight, if we let the left win here, then we are sacrificing our children to this, to this sexual abuse on the altar of sexual abuse. By the way, one last comment here. This is also the logical conclusion of the sexual revolution. When we demean sex, when we take sex outside of its natural context, which is marriage between a man and a woman, when we reduce sex, the morality of sex, to just this idea that any sexual behavior is, is moral and okay, as long as two people give their consent to this, um, this, is, this is what happens. We erase morality. When you erase you, you erase morality by erasing religion, of course, but when you erase morality, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is the logical conclusion of the erasure of religion and then the erasure of, of morality when it comes to sex? Well, perverts take over. Perverts take over and your children become the target. It is an age-old truth that children are always the targets of pedophiles. They're always perverted, not even creeps, predators, perverted predators who will target your child for sexual exploitation if we as a society, not just culturally, but legally, governmentally, don't create a structure to protect children against this. And now we have a situation where we have a choice. Are we going to stand up for these children and protect them through every means, even when the family is failing them, when their parents are taking them to this drag club, are we going to set up a governmental structure that protects them? Because right now what we're facing is we're facing leftists defending not the children, but the perverts. And then telling you that you're bigoted for trying to protect kids from drag shows. My friends, do not fall for that. Fight this fight and stand up for children or else we will lose this fight in our country entirely. Thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. The Liz Wheeler Show is produced by Jonathan Hay. Executive producer, Chad Abbott. Director of photography, Kevin McRoberts. Editor, Alejandro Figuerilla. Sound mixer, Robin Fenderson. Director of marketing, Emily Washler. Production and talent coordinator, Matt Toffler. And senior publicist, Patricia Jackson. This has been a Soundfront production.